everyone. Thank you for choosing Blurred of Mouth Podcast. Make sure to stick around to the end to hear uh, some extra words on how to support us. Hello, welcome to Blurred of Mouth, where black nerds talk black shit. I'm one of your co-hosts, CJ, and I don't know what, why, <laughs> what do I say? Hold on, I'm me. <laughs> the introduction throws me every time. <laughs> Take two. Take two. Let's get the shit. Let's get the shit. Top of the morning. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Blurred of Mouth, where black nerds talk their black nerd shit. I'm going to be one of your co-hosts today. I'm CJ. They, them pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Scholastic underscore drag. But even moreover, you can find me, one of three people, managing the Twitter at Blurred underscore of underscore mouth on Twitter. Follow our Twitter, please. And I'll pass it over to my co-host. Hi, I am Oleander, and I am the co-host. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm on. <laughs> I'm on most platforms as Stray Nerd Boy on Twitter, Tumblr. If you still use Tumblr for some reason, or TikTok. Even though don't post there as often as I should, but I will be again soon. Uh, and of course, yes, I do also technically help co-run the the Twitter for Blurred of Mouth. That is also a thing I do. It is all. I mean, look, we're a three bitch team. What else, what what do people expect? But yeah, to those that have never tuned into our show, this is technically episode two. Uh, again, welcome to Blurred of Mouth, where me and Oleander review black characters from across all different mediums and genres. We have three characters every episode, um, and for this season, our first season, we're going to be having five episodes. Today, we'll be talking about three characters. Our nostalgia pick today are Alex and Cameron from the Disney Pool Disney original Twitches, with T- starring Tia and Tamara Maori, Cole from Concrete Cowboy, as well as Idris Elba, and Julian Chase from Genlock, which is a show on Rooster Teeth, as well as HBO Max and Verve, written by Michael B. Jordan. So yeah, I guess we just jump right into it. And then I love can- that you called Idris Elba Idris Elba. Idris Elba, baby, because there's, of, it's just Idris Elba. Like, <laughs> Idris. American accent Idris. Idris. This is where I imagine, um, I don't know, music would cut over or end or some shit. I don't know. That's for our editor to struggle with later. And I always like to give a shout out to our editor, uh, Cass Oat Cookie, our wonderful, wonderful, the light, the light of this podcast, God, because it wouldn't exist without her <laughs> let's be real we would here be struggling um, we would be so struggling i don't even think we'd have an episode we wouldn't no let's we just be real here. i don't know this in audacity oh yeah we, we bad times we are not sponsored <laughs> we are not sponsored by paramore i wish we were um Haley williams i know you got off of the internet but if you happen to hear or see this anyway let's continue switch it so, <laughs> Twitches. You want to read the description, my dear Sylvander? So the official summary of Twitches is, reunited on their 21st birthday, twin sisters use their magical powers to save their kingdom from the forces of darkness. And that's a good plot. Honestly. It's a good one. Have to agree. Hard agree. It's Um, cute. We actually rewatched Twitches together in preparation for this episode. And it is a time... It is a Disney Channel original movie, meaning it went straight to the Disney Channel, not the theaters. Mm -hmm. So that is an expectation to be held when you watch it. Like, don't go in there expecting the visual effects of The Phantom Menace, because this is a Disney Channel original movie. From 2000, 
two, eight. I'm gonna be real. I don't know. I'm just gonna start guessing number. Very early two thousands. Yeah, uh, I think. And I actually really enjoyed watching Twitches for a, a few different reasons. The main one being, it's really cool that it's you know the early two thousands, and we got a movie that was a fantasy movie starring two black people and that two black women and there's no trauma i mean i I guess there's technically trauma but it doesn't feel like trauma because it's the disney channel (laughs) yeah they don't you don't get to just be you don't disney didn't say you're gonna be sad tired and black you just get to be magical it's a oh my god it's a magical girls and a show decom original oh my god it's like how people say the ocean is soup. I think that these are like equivalent revelations that Twitches and Twitches too are magical girl shows. And that's the best thing that you could ever ask for, especially in the 2005 was when it came out, a 2005 Disney Channel original. Also, something that I found out through just because I watched Twitches too. Oleander did not, well, did not rewatch Twitches too. I watched Twitches too. Oleander basically watched Twitches one because I was on my phone the whole time. I don't remember Twitches two. That's fine. It's at all. Our friend argues that Twitches one is the better one. I argue that Twitches two is the better one. Aurora, if you're listening to this, I stand by what I said. But the not dad's the call white. out. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I I do what I do. I do what I do and do what it is. It is what it is. Uh, but the dad's white. If since you wouldn't, you don't remember that. Uh, it's just, I was like, wait, are and then I was like, wait a second, are Tien Tamari like mixed? And then I looked it up, and they are. And so is their siblings because there's like four of them. So the Maori sisters are mixed. So hopefully they identify as black, or else this would be a really bad time on the show. It was. It was. I imagine like when this came out for every black twin in America. This was like their Avengers Endgame moment. Oh, 100%. And even on, um, and even like the people that are ever adopted, because that's a huge thing in there. Yeah. I know we watched it along. We, when we did our rewatch, we, we rewatched it alongside someone who really, really loved this movie. And that honestly made it even better because it was just us sitting around nostalgia tripping over this movie from 2005 mm-hmm. that had a, probably great impact on people like we were just sitting there going man look at this there's healthy black family dynamics in it there's wacky disney channel costumes oh my god the wackiest costumes it was just nostalgic literally and all of the like gaudy admittedly like poofy disney handle disney handle <laughs> disney channel not even disney it's not well no i was gonna say like disney princess dresses that they were in because to those that like don't know in the movie they end up they're just they're the daughters of the king and queen of coventry so they're princesses and they just kind of like get to be funky like two awesome black princesses just vibing who help stop the evil the darkness the white man the villain is just a horny white man actually let me be clear about this (laughs) i they they knew what they were doing and they were correct. Every they really villain said, out there is just an incel white guy. They really said the white man will drain you of your power. <laughs> right. They should have said, yeah, let's have a moment of silence. Let's take that in. To everyone out there listening, don't let the horny white man stop you. Because Tien Tamari didn't. If Disney in the early 2000s was bold enough to say that white men should not be draining your power, you in 2021, damn sure, should be bold enough to say it too. That's the mantra. I also 
Like in general, when it comes to black characters in media, I'm probably going to say this damn near every episode, but I appreciate it when black characters get to be soft. Yeah. Because so often they make us hard edged and seeing, I I can't tell Tia and Tamara apart. God damn. You didn't watch Sister Sister. No, I didn't. I I was not a big sitcom person. I did. So I relatively know the difference when looking at them, at least give me a few minutes and I'll keep up with it. But yeah, I I can't tell the difference between them, so I don't know which one played which character. Oh my god. But... (laughs) (laughs) You're the the character failure this week. Last week it was me, this week it's you, and you know what? They're twins, okay? I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. But I couldn't but getting to see the rich one, the one that was playing the rich sibling, I think that was Alex. Alex. So uh, Tia. Tia. Uh, getting to see just a ditzy wizard get to be black is fun. Because that's always given to like the quirky white boy or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like the the Ezra Millers of the world. And it's I it's fun. It's fun to see a black woman is... get to do that. The fuck is Ezra Miller? <laughs> that's... That's the dude that plays the Flash in the Justice League movies. Was he on the CW? No. I mean, he cameoed on the CW. I, oh, yeah, okay. So they switched the actors for that? For the movies, it's Ezra Miller. That's strange. I don't uh, even, I will not be knowing who this is after this, and I won't know who it is now. Don't burn yeah. me with this knowledge. Might, might as well forget. Um <laughs> Sorry to Ezra Miller, but I'm not sorry. I'm not. I don't know who you are. Get <laughs> fucked, Ezra. <laughs> I like your name, though. That's a good name. I hope he's trans. I hope he chose it himself. <laughs> I believe they but, are gender fluid. Oh, let's fucking go. Never but, mind, Ezra Miller. Let's uh, go. Still a not great person, but... Never mind. Fuck you. Anyway, Concrete Cowboys next up. Is it? Okay, well, what are we rating the Maori sisters? I, given their impact, generational impact, given their generational impact, um, and I guess even the space that they just had on Disney Channel, and also their goddamn Hulk, the iron grip that the Maori sisters held on society before 2010, I think I'll give them a solid combined four out of five. Yeah, okay, because I like the movie. I think Twitches is really enjoyable. I think it's really fun. I think we just passed Halloween, so it was perfect timing. If our like thing aligned, I would have said like ah, special Halloween episode. But unfortunately, I'm not. I don't have the foresight of the gods. But it's a damn good movie. It's fun. It's cool. It's Disney. It's quirky. Uh, four out of five from CJ. I agree with the four out of five because I also was. I was thinking about just saying I'd give them a three out of five, but then. I feel like if that was released today, I'd give them a three out of five. Oh, but yeah. because it was released in 2005, I got to boost it up to four because of how bold that movie was for 2005. No, 100%. Because I remember sitting, I remember watching this movie because it was TV. So like they, they replayed shit yeah. all the time. I remember watching this movie so much. And I can vividly remember because I watched Twitches too. Uh, we'll never let you forget this. That like, granted, I didn't know that they were mixed either at the time until literally a fucking hour ago. But I also remember at the time like watching this movie and then being like, wait, why is the dad white? But like the fact that I could have that 
reaction in a movie where like most of the cast was like black the love interest for i think alex uh nope the other one because alex was the rich one for cameron was black uh he like gave he had the fro corbin blue vibes of course it was before 2010 they had the white friend who didn't get much screen time shout out to that and like both of the parents were like cool ass black parents that like were co-parenting they were co-parenting yeah like and i loved the dad so much <laughs> he was real he was a he was a good fun dad he was a character but he was fun mm-hmm. Hey, ain't that what the show's about? Black characters doing black shit. So are you rolling on the four out of five? Yeah, I'm going to go four out of five. Let's go. If anyone's watching this in chronological order, it would seem that every character is just getting a lower score than the last. (laughs) I can't wait until we get to the final episode and we have to give someone a one. A one. Not because they were bad, but because of tradition. (laughs) Concrete Cowboy on Netflix. Concrete Cowboy on Netflix. Oh my god. As a note, Concrete Cowboy was not produced by Netflix. Mm -hmm. It was distributed by Netflix because Netflix needed movies during the pandemic and production companies needed to release movies during the pandemic. Yeah, Uh, that's an indie movie originally. Yeah, it was produced by Lee Daniels, some dude named Tucker Tooley, and Idris Elba, and is actually, fun fact, filmed in the actual location that the movie takes place in and features several actors several of the actors in the movie are actual people from the fletcher street writers but yeah we should probably get into the description so they know what the fuck the fletcher street writers are yeah me let me do it sure let's go i've been getting way more bro like um in the past week and i have no explanation for that so concrete cowboy when Cole is sent to live with his estranged father for the summer the rebellious teen finds a kinship in a tight-knit philadelphia community of black cowboys which yeah description isn't that long but that's a pretty good encapsulation of what the movie's about yeah the actual fletcher street writers are a real thing several fletcher street writers appear in the movie and cole who's played by caleb mclaughlin who you might recognize from stranger things is the star Though Idris Elba's also there, yes. As No, I don't want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it. Don't, no, let's get into it. Let's get into it. You, I've been waiting less than 24 hours to get into this with about Idris Elba and this movie. First off, uh, let me be clear to the audience. I fucking love this movie. We just, we, again, this we had a, we just had a big watch last night of all the movies that we had to watch because if who are, who am I, if not a procrastinating bitch? But I really enjoyed Concrete Cowboy. There's so many things that I'm going to say about it. Can say and will probably keep saying on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter for more of my hot takes. Said it last week, say it again. But my, I guess, hot take of this week when it comes to Concrete Cowboy is that Idris Elba had no reason to be in that movie. I liked his character. I did like his character. So I'll probably rate him at least above a three. But in terms of impact of the story and like necessity, anyone else could have been the dad for Cole. God, what's his name? It's a r- 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 it's an R. What's his name? It is a character a in the movie. It just was Harp. I keep oh, forgetting Harp's name. Okay. That's how much I didn't like him because I keep forgetting Harp's name. Harp is this is why, why I like his characters because Harp is yeah the estranged dad. Honestly, the vibe is you get from majority of dads, black dads that don't know how to connect to their children which is why I like the character because he even has a few moments of explaining like, Oh, like I wanted, I named you and I, I named you and I love you. And he didn't say that actually. He might've said that once in the goddamn movie, which honestly relatable. 
He said, I named you. I loved you. I went to prison. Um, and your mom said, peace out because I went to prison, she, which she was correct in doing LMAO. But I, I, he didn't need to be there because I don't remember. I lost my train of thought. Oleander, what are your thoughts on Cold Concrete Cowboy? Uh, Cold Concrete Cowboy, I love him as a character because he's uh, definitely stuck in this weird intersection. And mm-hmm. through the movie, we actually get to see several people that have been fucked up at this same intersection. And he's sort of deciding which path he wants to go. And it's really interesting to watch. Harp in particular is someone that went down that exact same path. Smush, who's another character in the movie, also went down that exact same path of being dropped off very traumatically mm-hmm. at the doorstep of another entire fucking state by your mother and being yeah. told to fucking cope, I guess. <laughs> <Get over. laughs> and then having to fucking cope, I guess. Whatever. Like, And then Smush went down that path of... I need to get out of here. I need to make as much money. I need to buy some land and I need to get the fuck out of this state. I hate it here. And Harp, on the other hand, was very much, this is my community and I'm going to be here forever. But also, he went down this path of no crime, no anything. I'm going to be the dad of the community. And so we had one person going, I'm sticking up for myself and I'm going to commit crime to do it. And another person going, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to live in this community forever. And yeah. there will be no ne'er-do-wells in my presence. <laughs> and you got to remember the third uh, less traveled option of Method Man, the cop. Basically the conservative cop of the movie. Which, honestly, I liked. I really enjoyed all of the characters. I, I will not stop saying this. I loved all of the characters in this movie. Uh, as much as I believe that Idris Elba did not need to be the emotionally unavailable black dad of the movie, I still think he did a wonderful job. I remembered what I was going to say because I looked at my goddamn notes. But basically, in terms of these, I'll say the three characters. So Smush, which I don't remember the actor's name at this specific moment. Smush, uh, R- Har- Harper, Harp, um, and Cole. I think Idris is a great Harp is a great example of like the way that men are more tailored to get into their hobbies and not really are not really able to be emotionally vulnerable because especially considering like he went to jail, he had all of this hardship. And I think you get to see even like a past version of that, like the you have, I'd say you have the finished identity or at least the unflinching identity of Harp coming up at the beginning and then like in between that you have smush who's like who still wants to be a cowboy who still has those dreams who like love to ride and found his community and all that and then you have cole who's like at the beginning of that journey and i think you look at the story is basically you watching cole navigate do i want to follow in these paths or do i want to sidestep these paths and i think that's something that like a lot of black folk can really relate to and i really love this movie and while it was a coming of age story it was also a very cutting critique on how the white man uh really really affects the black community it forces us into these paths that we might not really want to go down and method man which is really weird to say method man acted in the movie as a black cop that had to enforce that will but still had a connection to the community like he was one of them, but at the same time, he felt like his way out was still, I guess, kissing the ring would be the yeah. best thing to say. Yeah. And it's real weird. Like the first time you see a white person speak in the movie is like some 
authoritative government figure telling them we have to take your horses away it's po- it's it's policy mm-hmm. and then method man standing by him to tell them all to back down mm-hmm. and the only times we see white people period is when they are like their gaze itself is like threatening the, the black, black characters community. in the movie mm-hmm. I think the first times we see white people are uh, a horse escapes and these white baseball players who are at the baseball field the horse escaped to are like watching in fear and concern. And you can see, you can tell what it's not going to be good because their horses disturbed white people just from seeing their faces very briefly. And then, mm-hmm. of course, they call animal control. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah. I love the, I think uh, in terms of like characters that I am absolutely in love with, uh, Smush being the number one, uh, because he hurt me, because he hurt, he caused me pain. I cried. It was awful. Love you, Smush. Um, they were, they, they did him dirty, but I, I expected it. Uh, deep cut of a plot line. Method Man is that if you ever get on the internet and see black conservatives and you're like, how did you get here? Method Man is the epitome of that, because when you want to do right by your community, uh, sometimes you go about it in different ways, um, and sometimes it makes you a cop. <laughs> yeah. In the movie, we should say, Method Man's not a cop in real Method life. Method Man is not a cop in real life. <laughs> I'm a fan of Method... Yo, Method Man, if you're listening to this, I'm a fan of your acting. I watched Vampires vs. the Bronx. I think, you're, I think you're awesome. I genuinely want to see Method Man acting in more things. He is so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird. I didn't expect to like watch Method Man act because I watched Vampires vs. the Bronx when it came out. And I was like, man, why is Method Man in this movie? And the first time I saw it, I was too in shock at the fact that it was Method Man to pay attention to his performance. Mm -hmm. But now that I've seen Vampire in the Bronx Bronx a second time and then seen Concrete Cowboy, I'm like, damn, he's actually doing it, though. (laughs) He's He's going for it. Yo, shout out to Method Man. Uh, he was a believable like, black cop. And a believable black priest. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so my question to you, my dearest co-host, is um, how many are we rating? How much are we rating? And that's actually all the questions. That is all the questions that I have for you. Um, so I'm going to rate Cole. I'm rating five. I'm gonna give Idris. Cole a five. Oh, you're giving Cole a five. I'm gonna give Cole a five. All right. I love all him. right. He, no, he yeah. went through too much trauma in just the first six minutes of the movie. But uh, Oh my god, you're right. And I remember you actually predicted the first few minutes of the movie <laughs> on the oh last god, episode. Yeah. Yes, you perfectly anyone, predicted the last for first few minutes. Literally, to anyone that's going to watch that, go watch the first episode. We're begging at this point. We do a prediction at the end of the episode, and I was screaming, crying, and releasing all fluids into the ether because I got... I was like spot on with how they were going to introduce the characters. Um, shout out to me, but I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fucking do harp because I fucking hate him. He's not likable, uh, which is why I love him. Um, I think I'm gonna give him a four. Same as switches, maybe a four point two because I genuinely think Idris didn't get a whole lot. It was it's weird, and it's why I don't think Idris really needed to be there is because he didn't even get a whole lot of space. Like it was a movie about Cole, thankfully, but on top of that, like he was just a dad. I feel like production-wise, this story was like, yeah, we need him to go with his dad for the story to begin, right? Mm -hmm. But Idris was like, I'm just here to secure the budget for the movie. I'm here to facilitate all these other people getting to tell this story. Oh, yeah. That's what it felt like. I don't don't mean like Idris 
was here for no reason in the bad way. <laughs> no, it just he was... felt like it felt like someone that called a group meeting, but they didn't really say anything at the group meeting. But hey, they sure called it. But they called the meeting. No, yeah, no, that's you just sum you just surmised summer summarized surmised the movie perfectly uh shout out to you idris sexiest man of the year in 20 2018 i think it was 2015 one of the years you keep track of the sexiest man of the year no thing? just when idris was <laughs> that's it uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what are we rounding off with i'm gonna give all the real fletcher street writers that were in the movie a 4.5 because they carried the movie 100 uh, so we got it. The Idris. actor that played Karis, uh, not Karis, Paris. Uh, Paris. Paris. Wrong oh continent. Uh, he has my heart. He really killed it. And it's really wild that all of them probably were first time actors in this, mm -hmm. uh, but they absolutely killed it. So I'm going to give the whole black cast of this movie a an altogether four. Altogether four. Idris at a 4.2. Fletcher Seat Riders at a 4.5. And Cole at a 5.5 for the coming of age movie concrete cowboy inspired by the book ghetto cowboy which was inspired by the real fletcher street fletcher writers, street writers. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot a lot of, of inspiration, inspiration going on <laughs> cool so we are rounding off the episode with genlock oh this is my favorite segment good <laughs> it's prediction time y'all go on would you like to start go on explain where did i explain last i don't remember you explained, you explained last so oh, okay. then you explain genlock here is our, our final segment of the show where we talk about a piece of media that we have not seen. I believe we both have only seen the trailer to Gen Lock. Mm -hmm. And we're going to make predictions about how we think they're going to handle the black characters in the show. Of which I can only, in the trailer, I only spotted one. And it yeah. was Michael B. Jordan's character. Yes. So the description for Genlock is 50 years in the future, an oppressive authoritarian force threatens to conquer the world. A daring team is recruited to pilot a new form of weaponized neuroscience that powers devastating mechas, but they must be willing to sacrifice everything to save the world. Yeah. Sounds edgy. I like it. Yeah. Uh, it has eight episodes. It came out January 26, 2019. So before the pandemic and its second season is actually, I think coming out tomorrow and tomorrow being the date of recording which is november 4th yeah so it's a rooster teeth show like ruby mm -hmm. and red versus blue yes it is a wholly original anime inspired mecha show for those of us who love mechas not i uh, i've never <laughs> i've never been a super big mecha person but i always appreciate a mecha you know, oh, I don't yeah. go I don't go out of my way to like watch every mecha media that exists, but I sure do love a mecha when I get one. <laughs> I can imagine you as the up and coming black pilot in a mecha. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, only love on this show. It was created by Rooster Teeth, originally aired on their website. Yeah. And then shortened versions of the episodes went to Toonami for a time. Oh, really? Yeah, because some of the episodes are longer than 23 minutes, so they had to huh. cut a few minutes for Toonami. I didn't know that. That's so interesting. But and yeah, uh, now uh, <laughs> it's on HBO Max. Season two mm -hmm. will be premiering on HBO Max. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if yeah. you have the subscription for their website or Verve, which is 
a streaming service with a bunch of fucking streaming services, including Rooster Teeth, then you should be able to watch the show on those streaming services as well. So true. Also, uh, and then before I guess the prediction, you can find the first episode, because I was looking at the trailer, you can find the first full episode by Rooster Teeth um, on their YouTube channel, which, you know, probably going to watch on HBO Max. But if you're like, you know, I want to see what these nerds are talking about, you can go check it out on YouTube real quick. 20 something minutes. I think we should get like a music that like shifts over whenever we start a prediction. <laughs> like just like a mat like the netflix noise dun, 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 dun. you can use that noise use the noise we're gonna clip what i just the noise i just made with my mouth <laughs> mix it and use it as, as Add a lot of reverb transition um our producer is face palming our producer hates us and that's fair uh, cool time for the it's- meat of the prediction the segment meat, the meat of the prediction uh so it's dystopian so let's set the scene uh imagine earth but ugly so basically every area with black people because infrastructure hates us because the government hates us so imagine the rest of the world gets a gets a taste of what it's like to be black in their city and the camera pans over from the sky you're looking down and you see monsters i think aliens I don't actually know what the antagonizing force of this show is, but there's mechas for some reason. And you get a young, twinkish black character sitting at a desk uh, talking to their commander. And they say, um, Roger, what is this? What is the main? I don't know what the main character oh, is. We're just gonna... his main, the main character's name is Julian Chase. Julian Chase, top of your class, number one pilot in all of the years since the last one died. We're sending you on a mission. We're putting together a team of Ender Style. We're putting together a team. I want you to go downstairs because I guess they live upstairs now because space is scarce and get yourself a mecha. You're done. Be, you're done training. Take the training wheels off and get your ass in the field because we're going to win this war. Apparently there's a war happening now. And Julian Chase says, aye, aye, because he's obedient and black because that's the only way people can perceive us passively. And he goes downstairs. He walks by. He goes down the steps as if it's a house. He walks by his white love interest because I, I saw it in I saw it in the trailer. And he says, uh, Sally. Hello, and they hug and they kiss, and we immediately get a nice little wholesome interracial love because apparently you can only have t- two tone interracial loves, white and black, baby. And he gets in his pilot and, you know, does the whole interface thing and it rejects him. He's tired. He's upset. He's like, I was the number one academy student. How could I not sync up with the pilot? And then his <laughs> white girlfriend does it because obviously he needs a rival. No, he gets a rival. The rival is Macy Williams because she is in this for some reason. Yeah. Macy Williams' character. <laughs> it's an oddly stacked cast. David Tennant's there too. As like their their Nick Fury. Nick Fury pulls up and he says, why do we have this loser here? (laughs) Dakota Fanning Fanning and Maisie Williams get into their girl boss pilots that I guess look like ballerinas now. And then he looks up. Flash forward a week later after a training montage, he's finally in there. They're fighting big sea monsters. He gets to be the Genlock. I don't actually know what the Genlock is. I'm going to be real, but that's my prediction. I also don't know what the fuck a genlock is or how they got that into their title. Generation uh, lock? Lock the door when you leave the house because it's a dystopian society? Um, eh? uh, may- maybe. Maybe. My my prediction for it is nowhere near as cinematic as your description. It never will be. I'm dramatic, baby. Yeah, you are, you're really good at those descriptions. <laughs> I play D&D. What do you expect? Uh, I play D&D too. I, I just don't 
I'm, I'm not Don't that expose good. yourself. Don't expose yourself. You didn't have to expose yourself. You could have let the audience at home think, oh, CJ plays CNT and Oleander watches Hamilton. Hey, 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 no, no, no. Don't put that on me. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> sorry to yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda, but I'm not sorry. Fuck you. No, fuck Lin- No, fuck Lindy boy. <laughs> two for two, baby. I'm not dealing with this shit. Ezra, I like your name. Go fuck yourself. Lenny, you're a sellout. And that's where it's to my boy, Cleric. Cleric34, follow him on TikTok. I'm really uh, good at plugging. <laughs> I'm trying not to go on my Lin-Manuel Miranda tirade. Back no, no, to Genlock. We're all friends here. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Genlock, I guess. What are your predictions? Uh, so, Michael B. Jordan. First off, I noticed you called Michael B. Jordan twinkish. Well, yes, and also because all of the characters, like all, the art style in there, they're all slim. Like every single character, you probably will not be finding a fat character in there. That's fair. Yeah, but I do think they're going to make sure he's introduced with a shirtless scene. Ooh, we're gonna get Michael B. Jordan shirtless first thing in the series. Except you know, it's not like Michael B. Jordan. It's Michael, not Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. It's but it's still gonna sexualize black men, of course. It's it's three D animated Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And he's the selling point of the show, and everyone knows Michael B. Jordan for his abs, right? Like Idris. <laughs> Callback. So that's the first thing we're going to see, right? Maisie Williams is going to be the problematic fave, right? Like, we're going to end up hating her character's actions. Yeah. But we're going to like her for her personality. That's my prediction. David Tennant's Nick Fury stand-in is going to be an utter asshat. Uh, we're going to hate him by the end of the show. Well, <laughs> by the end of the season. <laughs> Maybe he'll we're be redeemed gonna... in the second season. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> I don't trust the white man, especially Valid. a European white man. Europa. I don't know what the fuck Dakota Fanning is there for, I'll be honest. No I, idea. I couldn't clock which character was hers, but mm. uh, I imagine she's probably going to get a better written arc than Michael B. Jordan's character. Ooh, 100%. Thank you behind that. So it looked like from watching the trailer, they pilot the mechas. I guess it would be redundant to say they pilot the mechas with their mind, but it's not like Power Rangers where they're like moving control panels and shit. Yes. They, they pilot them with their mind uh, oh. or something like that. They talked about having to learn how to walk and stuff. Oh, you're and right. The, the interface. Description, the description does say something about neuroscience mechas or something oh, like yeah. that. So I think they control it with their brain. My prediction is someone's going to get brainwashed while they're in their mecha. <laughs> Interesting. By an alien? I'm, question mark. I have no clue. Uh, it said uh, there's an authoritarian government or some shit. So may, uh, maybe it's just like a war between countries. Oh, I'm not sure. All right. All it, says is, all it says is an oppressive authoritarian force threatens to conquer the world. Ooh. And I only watched the trailer once. Yeah, same. Freedom Fire Power Rangers. Fr- Freedom Fighter Power Rangers, baby. Guerrilla warfare in the jungle. In the concrete jungle. Genlock. Michael With B. Jordan. Next. Anyway, Michael B. Jordan. Mecha's. Uh, there was a cool mecha dropkick at the end. The fight scenes oh, are pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Big Power Rangers vibes. I'm excited. I predict we're going to give Michael B. Jordan's character a 3.5. Oh, yeah, I can see that. He's from Brooklyn. Fun fact. We got a lot of New York going on. I've got nothing else for Michael B. Jordan, Twink Supreme, Genlock. 
I'm excited. I'm I'm more excited right now to watch Genlock because it seems interesting than I was to watch Concrete Cowboy, which blew me away. So, oh, I did say that last week. I said Concrete Cowboy is probably going to blow me away because I have low expectations. Let's go. Your predictions uh, have been on part. No, for real. And Genlock's probably going to be mid. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Not everything can be the winner. Yeah, me, I, hope, I hope next episode isn't just us trashing Genlock for 25 minutes. Uh, <laughs> oh, it probably will be. <laughs> sorry to roost your teeth, but if we end up tearing into your show for 20, mi- for 20 minutes, we're not sorry. We're not sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't write bad black characters if that's the lesson you get from blurred of mouth. Write good black characters or someone, me, on the internet is going to scream about it. That said, Michael B. Jordan does... He is the co-producer for the show. Yeah. He has a production company now, and he's trying to become more of a producer than an actor from what it looks like. Ooh. Yo, Michael B. Jordan, hire me. I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm poor. Please. (laughs) Michael B. Jordan, we will give you a good review if you pay us. Literally. I will (laughs) take... Any uh, any casting people out there? I don't know. Media managers? Uh, If you... If we ever get famous and you want to pay us off... I'm not going to finish the sentence, but use your imagination. Cool. So that's all I got. Yeah. So let's uh, bring a wrap to this. I guess it would be weird to say introduce ourselves again. Uh, Extraduce ourselves. Yes. Extraduce ourselves. <laughs> Hi, I'm Oleander, uh, a.k.a. Stray Nerd Boy on uh, TikTok, Twitter, and on Tumblr for those who are still trapped in hell like me. And this is my co-host. Fucking loser. Get off a of Tumblr. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm CJ, the co-host, uh, self-proclaimed director of Flirt of Mouth. And you can find me mostly on Twitter, screaming about a variety of things, and even on TikTok, because I need this show to do well. So I'm, <laughs> I'm posting everywhere and anywhere, baby, but not Instagram. And you can wonder why? Until next time. Fuck Instagram. No, for real. Okay, yeah, you don't have to worry. I fucking hate Instagram. <laughs> and then, like, this is where you, like, imagine the music played out. Like, uh, I'm, I'm imagining, like, a bass. Dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Hey folks, it's CJ here. First things first, just want to say thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We want to keep making this fun show for you, and... For that, we need a few things from you. First off, tell as many people as you can about this show. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friends, tell your non-toxic exes. We need to spread blurt of mouth through word of mouth. It's what's going to keep us going. And if you want to help us a little bit more, follow us on Twitter at blurt of mouth pod. That's B-L-E-R-D-O-F-M-O-U-T-H-P-O-D. And lastly, if you want to help us, if you want to stay engaged with us, you can use our hashtag on Twitter, HeyBomp. That's H-E-Y-B-O-M-P. Hey, blurt of mouth pod. Easy, right? Stay engaged with us. You can interact with us outside of the show. Send us questions. Send us comments. Send us funky memes. And maybe even send us what movie you want to see us rate. Well, character, I should say. Thanks. See you next time.